to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Minding My Business with myself and Daniela. She's going to be running a little bit late today. We have a special, special guest. She, I've personally worked with this woman. She is a life changer. When I was going through a really dark space, uh, actually a lot of trauma about a year ago, uh, there was two coaches that I had brought on and Sabrina was one of them. So I'm very honored to call her my friend, my sister, and I'm excited to have her on Mining My Business, where we're here to elevate your business, your mindset, and your life. So let me bring her on right now. Hello, sister. I love you. Hi, love beautiful you. queen. I'm so excited to have you on. Daniela uh, is just dealing with a work emergency right now because, you know, at the end of the day, it's you still got to handle your business. So she's going to hop on, she said, like in about 10 minutes. But um, I'm good. so honored, so honored to have you on live. I've been wanting to have you on for quite some time. Let me just bring this down just a little bit. But I am so excited and honored to have you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm super excited. I'm honored, truly and truly grateful to just be a part of your journey, especially allowing me to be present here and um, just being in this space. It's so awesome. Um, I mean, I've seen you go through some really awesome journeys and you're just vibrating at higher levels. I mean, really, you really do walk and live what you say, what you teach. So it is so beautiful to see you flower. So much, so much blossom, <laughs> so much truth. Well, so I thank you for doing that, for sharing yeah, it with everybody, I mean, including me. People that know me and know me like personally know that <clears throat> I only speak very, very highly and literally cheer for people that are the best of the best and that really have honed in on their skill and really have uh, become masters. I consider masters and I feel like you are a hidden master gem. And so I really just want the world to know about you. And I told you, I'm like, listen, as I'm climbing, because girl, I'm climbing, I am taking you with me and everybody else that I feel is just doing amazing things. So Thank you so much for being on. As you know, this is Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women, but of course we welcome our men too, um, to celebrate women like yourself that have just really like paved the way and have really excelled no matter the distractions, the excuses, and you just are doing your best. Like nobody's perfect and that's really what we want to shine light on. So if you would, I'm going to just you know, make, this is very conversational. So like we want it to be really real, very authentic, but how did you get into the line of work that you do right now? And for those of you who don't know, Sabrina is a hypnosis. Um, she's done a lot of work with Dr. Joe Dispenza and you are just, you're so much more than that though. Like that's what you do, but is there anything that I'm missing here that, I mean, feel like people sometimes are afraid of that word hypnosis. Would you be able to just explain it, it what it is exactly that you do? 
Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Because there are a lot of people that are curious and really don't know the mm-hmm. defining meaning behind it. So, um, yes, I can definitely explain that. A hypnotherapist pretty much is somebody who takes you into a very subconscious state of mind, very relaxed state of meditative state of mind, and helps you tap into the inner aspect of yourself. So if you have any emotional blockages that, or maybe suppressed emotions that you feel like you need to deal with, but maybe you've done therapy and for some reason you're stuck, hypnotherapy allows you to bypass the conscious mind go straight into that subconscious mind and allow us to go in and really do the work, the inner work. And it's, it's not, um, in other words, I like to kind of like take away the myths and misconceptions about it. Some people think it's me controlling you, controlling your mind. I make you say and do things you would never want to do. And that's not true. You know, you can easily come out of hypnotherapy or hypnosis and say, okay, I don't feel comfortable, and then dehypnotize, get out of, of hypnosis. So pretty much this is some really deep inner work, but just in a more relaxed state of mind. And that's kind of like what I do. I'm just that guide. I help you go through the process. And with the tools that I have in my toolbox, I go and uh, make sure that whatever you need at that present moment, I'm there and holding space for you in the most loving and safe possible way. Yeah, yeah. And, and you guys, like, I've done personal work. And before, before Sabrina, I was, like, afraid because I've had not great experiences with hypnosis work because everything comes down to the person holding space for you. They have to be, like, intentional with holding that space. And, you know, I always encourage people, like, listen, just because you had one bad experience with somebody, just filter out the person that you're choosing to do the deep work with because you have to be able to trust that person and they can know as everything they can have the um like extensive knowledge and train from some of the best in the world but if they have darkness inside of them if they are not a clear human being like they're not going to be able to fully serve your healing process because yes, people can easily manipulate, especially during that line of work, but you are just, you're, you create and hold such amazing space. But with that being said, creating space, what got you into your interest and your passion? Cause you're not just interested. Like you're, you literally like, this is your purpose. And I love, love, love working with service and purpose-based human beings And this is really your purpose. So what got you into the passion and purpose with hypnosis work? That's a really good question. Um, I actually had um, an amazing friend of mine, um, one of my best friends, and she came to me and gave me a book by Dr. Brian Weiss, Mm. Many Masters, Many Lives. That book changed my life. Mm. I read that book within two hours. And in that book, it showed how he was um, a therapist and he used hypnosis to help a client who had several phobias. And I mean, there were so many phobias, he dealt with them one at a time and he figured out how to get all the way to the core issue of each phobia. And the phobias paralyzed her so much that she didn't want to leave the house. She didn't want to go to work. So she wasn't a functional human being. She was so filled with fear that she couldn't function. And he dealt with every phobia and she got rid of all the phobias. 
She was able to go to work. She was able to get out of her house and live a normal life. Mm -hmm. And I was so fascinated by that. I've always been very fascinated about the human aspect of the brain and how people, what makes people tick, you know? Mm -hmm. And I decided to like do some research. So I went and learned about hypnotherapy and like what happened to the brain, you know, like how does this work? And I came across somebody called Alba Weinman and I looked at all her videos and went on this huge marathon and I saw this beautiful work that she did using past life regression mm -hmm. and how the people would come to her and as they did the work, they looked really sad, they were confused and by the time they finished with her, they knew what they wanted to do. They had a purpose. They felt alive. They were smiling. They were excited. Mm -hmm. So I decided, you know, I wanted to take a class of some kind for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I took this awesome four-day kind of weekend class called Introspective Hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And that's where my journey began. I got, a, I got certified in, in Introspective Hypnosis, which was mostly about past life regression and connecting to the higher self. And so I, as I was doing this work, I was like, wow, this is so fascinating. And so my husband's like, why don't you actually get certified as a hypnotherapist, a clinical one? So I looked into an institute and he helped me. He was really, really supportive of this. And I did an eight month um, uh, certification program for clinical and transpersonal hypnotherapist. Mm. And that for me, was my road of healing because in that program I actually had to practice with somebody else and someone had to practice on me mm. and I thought I was okay you know like I was brought up by an amazing mom who loved me uh, I didn't have a dad because he went to jail and got deported when I was early but I was really brought up in a loving space. My mom was always there for me and it was just me and my sister. So I never felt like I had trauma. But when I dealt with all this, all this work and I tapped in, I realized, whoa, you know, there is work there and I need to grow within myself and really tap within and evolve. And that became a completely different journey for me. I found out who I really was and what I wanted to do. And as a mother of three and a wife, I realized, okay, this isn't just my purpose. It's a lot bigger than that. And so I ended up deciding after I graduated, I wanted to do this as a career. And I wanted to touch as many people as possible. I wanted to empower them so much that they would have the tools to keep empowering themselves and others around them and just keep growing. Mm. I wanted to take them to a point where they would never feel like they would have to depend on me, but instead I would almost like make them in independent, not depend on someone for their emotions and their healing, but find the tools and then do it on their own. Mm. So for me, I decided I'm gonna get an office. And so I did. I started uh, online actually. All my clients were remote and the majority of them were global. So I did some from Slovakia, um, I mean Slovenia, from Ireland, Scotland. And it, and it was just like so cool because I was able to just really connect with them and they gave me feedback and I was able to like really grow and then I decided to do this local. So I put up my office in Deerfield Beach and I was, I mean, I'm sorry, Delray Beach. I know, I was like, oh, did you move? Yeah. <laughs> no. no, that's too far. <laughs> 
and I was just like, I, you know, never since that, I was just like, oh my God, I love this. So for me, this is really sacred work. Yeah. You know, it's almost like I'm tapping within the inner aspect of who you are a hundred percent. And uh, we're doing some really deep work. And by the time you're done, you have so much clarity, so much awareness of who you are, what you want to do, what's your purpose, that it makes me excited. Yeah. And, and it makes, you know, it makes them excited because now they have a, a bigger, more awareness of who they are. They're not this person in a box anymore. They're a lot bigger. So. Yeah, no, and, and I, I can attest to you, like, you are the real deal. Like, when I went through my trauma a year ago, it'll be one year, July 5th. And I was in a space, I was in such a dark space and, and I just wholeheartedly surrendered to you and I trusted mm -hmm. you and you really, really helped me have a lot of strong sense of awareness of number one, knowing, which, you know, I've always said, like, I, I always took responsibility for what I had created. And part of the difference, you guys, of victim consciousness and a victor winner consciousness is Victor con of, of victim consciousness is saying like, why this happened to me? So I could have easily with the trauma that I went through a year ago said like, why did this happen to me? But because I was a co-participant, I said, okay, I created this. And therefore that means I create something else. But in this process of recreating and shape shifting, I need help and I need solid support and I need people to be my spine because right now my spine is weak. And, and it took a, and I, I feel like when you're allowed to be vulnerable, you, like it's one of your greatest strengths, but you also have to be very selective with the people that you bring into the core of your inner circle, like yourself, um, to know that you really do have the best interest of the people that you are holding space for. And so I think one of the biggest things that um, when you're talking about past life regression, cause I was like, Oh, whatever. I don't need that. Like, I don't care. I want to be present. Like, my past life was my past life. Like I, I got to now live this life. But we also, when I did that work with you of, um, and it's still something I'm like, why do I remember in our session? I was like, why do I have all this anger inside of me? Because it's like, not mine. I don't have a reason to be this angry. Like I didn't have, you know, growing up as a child, any, like I wasn't physically abused. I wasn't like sexually abused. And so I was like, why am I so angry, like inside of my cells? And you're like, it's not yours. And so we did like literally a whole session. Well, I think we needed a few sessions because I still probably have, need more sessions. But <laughs> you're like that, like, like to be able to release and to understand like where that came from was so healing. That's so true. I mean, when you did come to me, it, there were some dark moments there. And it's exactly what you said. I mean, you said it so beautifully. Um, you really did just, you know, shape shift. It really was that. And it was you finding that deep inner shadow aspect of you that sometimes people fear, you know. Yeah. But the beauty of the work is once you find that inner deep work, then the fear dissipates. It no longer holds or is attached to that anymore, which yeah. gives you permission to say, oh my God, I can breathe. You know, like I don't have to allow this to control me anymore. I can actually step aside, let it go and just be and sit with it. Yeah. You know? And then be able to move forward. Yeah. I always kind of consider it uh, like, it's like your chains. 
and nobody put them there. You created them, you know, you are the co-creator, the master of your own vessel. And so sometimes we tend to look for the external issues and go, well, this person did this and this. Yes, but it really comes down to how are you reacting to it? Because your reaction is what you create, mm -hmm. you know, and that creative thought process creates the reality and the reality creates that emotion that you get attached to. It really starts with the environment that you're in and having the awareness of the environment so that you can then tap in and go, wait, let me think about my emotion aspect. And so when the moment that you did that and you had the awareness, it's almost as if you gave yourself permission to say, I can let this go because yeah. it no longer resonates with who I currently am as Tanya in this present moment. So yeah. it no longer serves me. And the moment that you gave yourself permission, that's the moment that you released and things like changed. I yeah. mean, you lit up, you were on fire. I was like, whoa, man. I was like, we can't slow Tanya down anymore. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think, I mean, at that point, I was probably like operating at like 50%, you know, and, and, and like when you're going through trauma, or you're going through some chaotic times, and nobody knows what you're going through, like, like people can feel that there's something off. And, and listen, you guys, like, it's not when you're going through those times, like, it's not the time to be sharing that stuff on social media to be telling a lot of people about it, not even really your friends like need to know you need to hire professionals that can actually transition you out as quickly as possible in the most healthy way and you know this stuff is like it, it's so powerful and people have been asking like wow like it just seems like you just now you're speaking on stages and it's like I've always wanted to speak but I had to like with your help like get out of the way and understand the shadow parts of me that were were holding me down and um you know that i think I, i'm just always grateful for you and your work and how you've then become a dear friend of mine like i consider you like one of my core people like a part of that keeps me up when i feel weak like you are one of my go-to people and so um getting back to you though what when you because you are you do have a like a little house of a literally like a little team within your own <laughs> what how do you what tools do you use to keep you operating at high levels with having three children well maybe four with your husband i'm just kidding <laughs> three children you can probably say that husband, right, i love him three children and one adult child <laughs> I love you. Hopefully you're not watching. <laughs> and, uh, and then also being an entrepreneur and a business, um, a business owner and taking care of you. Like what are some of your tools you use to keep you operating and having it all together? Well, that's a really good question because I'm going to kind of throw it back at you because there was a moment where I was like a bit overwhelmed because of so much going on. So, you know, like I'm doing my business, I'm about trying to balance my life. And so um, I decided, you know, like, Hey, I want to connect with you so that you can help me, you know, in regards, cause I'm really, I, I'm good at being a hypnotherapist and holding right. space for people. But like you said, sometimes you need people out outside of you to really kind of help you see the overall perspective of what's happening with you to create organization. Mm 
And your tools, I think one of the best things was I wanted to make sure that I could exercise and really do some self-care for me and take that time in while I balanced my life. So mm -hmm. the best thing that I did was when I wake up, I was able to take at least 15 minutes and do really simple exercise routines for myself that I could do from home because I didn't have the opportunity to go to a gym because I had to go and drop off my kids to school, get ready for work. So it wasn't something where I could go to the gym, spend 35 minutes or more, and then come home and do what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. So that really worked for me. The other thing that works a lot too is implementing meditation. I really love meditation. Um, it allows me to balance myself, ground myself, and prepare myself for the day. There are moments where I might miss a day or two here sometimes. Um, and sometimes it gets a little stressful and I might miss like four or five days. Mm -hmm. But I, I always come back either at the end of the night when I'm laying down and I take five minutes to just tell myself, okay, let me look through what I did today and be grateful for what I what was what I was able to accomplish. Mm -hmm. You know, and I try to really things, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it really helps me because then you don't feel like you didn't accomplish anything. You feel like at least you did something and it it didn't go void. You know, yeah. it wasn't for, for nothing. Um, the other thing is I really try my best um, to to take as the best sleep that I can because I need my energy like mm -hmm. I need to go when I know I have clients I also try to really um I do like celery juice in the mornings <laughs> so and for me that really helps because it kind of gives me an energy boost and then I do like a smoothie a blueberry smoothie with um cilantro mm -hmm. and I'm like okay I'm really ready for this so I'm able to like open my my energy and aura to my clients and be present fully and completely. And I do a lot of breath work as well. Mm. It allows me to like keep my mind clear and to um, remember to breathe. Cause sometimes I, I'm on the go so much, I forget to breathe mm. and I'm like, Oh my God, why am I so tense? And so I take a moment and I might do it in the car and I, while I'm waiting for my kids to pick them up and I'll just do some breath work and do some really deep inner and then I feel relaxed and I'm ready for my the chaos of my children to come in the car <laughs> so I know so I, <laughs> I have so many questions I want to like ask about that because I like diving into the deep of you know because the one thing of why people have resistance towards prioritizing or making it like a daily ritual right like exercise or breath work or meditation is because they don't fully understand how impactful it is and how it can completely shape shift the entire day so if you could just share like you know because I know exercise was one thing that we had worked on to create consistency just because you didn't really understand it of its placement what what is the impact that you've noticed in a positive way when you actually had created it to be part of your daily ritual and routine versus when you don't show up for yourself like what is the negative impact so what's a positive of the adding of it and what is the, the negative of when it's not there like the noticeable things maybe with the emotional the mental the physical the spiritual um that's a really good question there were moments when i did 
do the exercise and I would miss it. And I could sense and feel that my body was tight. It was almost like, okay, I have a million things to do. So it's almost like my body was preparing, like, you know, to build up for it. And I would feel tight probably the whole day. And I could sense it on my shoulders, on my neck. But the days that I actually did work out, it was almost like this mental clarity of my body completely allowing itself to just kind of down, down itself, like just let go, relax. And my muscles weren't tight. And it's almost like I had a, a bit of energy boost. So I was like, oh, okay, almost like serotonin, you know, like you kind of feel like really happy and you're like, okay, you know, I feel good. Now I can go put on my clothes and I feel like I have the energy to like get in the car. I don't feel tight and I can think very clearly. So it's almost like, okay, I'm ready for the go. Like I'm roadrunner. Let's do this. You know, can I ask something real fast on that. What is not like I'm giving you time to answer yes or no. <laughs> No, that's fine. But like, cause I, I just, this is just so fascinating. So as a hypno, hypnotherapist, um, what, what do you notice with the subconscious of the body tightening up? Like, can we just take, talk a moment about subconsciously the body shutting down and cringing versus being open and how it impacts cognition? Can we just like take a moment on this? Cause this is such a powerful topic. It is. Um, it's actually very, very incredibly powerful. Uh, your body talks. So if we were to think about the science of it based on the energy aspect, you know, your body is energy. And the best way I can give an example of that is, you remember when you were a kid and you had a balloon mm -hmm. and you would rub it in your head for fun and your, you know, your hair would stick to the balloon? Yeah, that's because you have electricity all over you. You have a nervous system that carries this beautiful system filled with so much energy. So you really are an energy being. When your body tenses up, it, it's your body talking to you. It's saying, pay attention to me. And it's almost as if it's giving you a moment to say, stop what you're doing and come to a place of awareness. Be still and know that I am here. It's almost that saying, you know, if you're like, um, you know, because I was raised Christian when I was a kid. It's like, know that, you know, be still, know that I'm God, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, hey, be still and know that, hey, this is your vessel and it's calling out to you. Mm -hmm. And at that moment is the moment that you really need to stop what you're doing. Take a breath. And because the breath brings you back to your vessel to this body, to this physical being, you know, it helps you pay attention to it. And then saying you are either overthinking things, overworking yourself, or you need to slow down, you know? And so that's the moment where you tell your body, okay, my body is telling me I need to slow down. And maybe it needs you to slow down because it wants you to think clearly about maybe a decision you're going to make or a move that you're about to, to take part in. And it might be your subconscious mind preparing you to say, hey, this is not the best way to do this because either it's going to affect your health, your mental state, or it's going to make you create a decision that you might regret later. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's the beauty about it is it's so interconnected with you that, and your subconscious mind that when you're talking about coherence, that's when the mind is saying, okay, the body's saying, hey, pay attention to the mind. 
and the mind wants to now connect to the heart. So mm -hmm. that's where your body is like, okay, let's get it together. Let's think about this. Take a breath so we get the oxygen that we need so that we can think clearly and then tap in here because sometimes your intuition is telling you stop. Something isn't right. You need to pay attention. And the thing with that is you have to learn to trust. And it's talking about trusting yourself. You know, trust, you know, the inner aspect of you because the inner aspect of you is the wisest part of you. It knows best for you. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are going so fast, they bypass that part of themselves, they ignore it, and then they regret it later because mm -hmm. they're like, damn it, I made the bad decision. I should have slowed down and thought about this. But your body was there telling you, giving you the sign to slow down, and you did it. Yeah. So when it comes to that, I really think it's just the inner talk of your body. And you've got to listen because that's your truth. That's you speaking to yourself. Mm. And how, how would you say, like, that's impacted, say, because a lot of the show, too, is for entrepreneurs or business owners or people who – are, you know, em, even just employed and just want to be the best in what they do. So overall, like, it doesn't matter what role you are, but like, how does that impact people in performance? Let's say the word performance, not even necessarily business, but performance, like slowing down, because that word freaks a lot of high performers out, like, slow down, like, forget it, they just put up a wall on that. But like, yes. why, like, how will that impact them? by that's a really good question you know sometimes there's that saying you know that slow wins the race right if you're too fast you might get too ahead of yourself and you might overlook the, the signs right so when you're performing and you sense and feel that okay you know this is overwhelming what can i do something magical happens when you're in stillness because now clarity takes part. You stop and you see clarity. So instead of doing the one thing that's making you overwhelmed, you might actually get a solution that's gonna make your life a lot easier but help you get there faster, right? So instead of saying, okay, I gotta do it this way. Yeah, but there are so many ways of doing one thing. There's so many solutions that you can have for one thing. So slow down, allow yourself to have the clarity, and then ask yourself to help you find the solution that's gonna be better and efficient for you to finish this project or job the most efficient and quick way, but without the stress. Mm. So when you're not in that space, you can't think clear. And so you're only being narrow. You know, you're just looking at, okay, this is the only way. But when you slow down, something beautiful happens because you have awareness. And with awareness comes clarity. With clarity comes solutions. With solutions comes efficiency. So let's go ahead and allow ourselves to become that efficient individual by slowing down, breathing, and finding the solution that best fits us. Because my solution might be different than yours. Because I work differently. So why not find what works for me so that I can be as efficient the way that Sabrina knows how to be efficient the best way she can, mm -hmm. uncompared to Tanya, because Tanya works different. Mm -hmm. And Tanya has a different life 
right now. She doesn't have children. I do. So what would work best where I can accommodate myself, unlike Tanya, who has a lot of time available to her that she doesn't have dependence on. Yeah. And so, even energy, like I'm not, cause you're such an empath and you like, like it's such a gift, but at the same time, like when you need your private downtime to recharge yourself, you got like four other, like your husband's a child too. <laughs> you know that are like Sabrina 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 so it's like for me I'm like I got my plants like if I want somebody to come into my space I can choose you know I got the zoom stuff but other than that like it is it does it's a huge impact because I was just in Texas at an event and I was on the panel speaking and it was from 10 a.m to 9 or 11 p.m. at night, like all day long, I had to take like that lunchtime and go and remove myself and go to the bar where I was just the only one there to really just be in my own energy because it was it's it's a lot. And so I couldn't imagine every single day, like being consumed with that with other people that are there's no time out <laughs> for you. And that's why so, I love what Danielle is on because she also has the dynamic of, you know, she's a business owner, but she's also a mother and she's a wife. So she has to, you know, make sure she carves out that time where I noticed the biggest thing with women that do have children and they are in a marriage that they always put themselves last. And it's, you know, one thing I know that you worked on was giving yourself permission to put yourself first in order to be a better mother, a better business owner, and a better wife. Can you talk a little bit about that and that priority shift? Yeah, it, it, I realized that I was depleting energy instead of replenishing. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't able to recharge myself. So I was getting to the point where I, I was starting to feel really down and defeated. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like I have a business, but I also want to be present for my awesome kids. And I want to be present for my husband, mm -hmm. but I also want some time for me. And mm -hmm. so I was starting to get kind of sad, uh, more in a depressed state that I wasn't having, you know, the time that I needed for myself. I wanted to meditate more. I wanted to spend time on my cushion and just like, you know, sometimes I like to just leave my body and come back, you know, and it was hard. It was difficult. But when I start, when you help me like really have that awareness of like, okay, you know, let's set some time for you and see how you can do that for yourself. And I was like, you know what? Five to 10 minutes a day makes a huge difference. It, mm -hmm. it really does. It shifts my mindset. It shifts everything. And not only that, but communication. I really had to sit down with my family, with my kids, with my husband, and I had to tell my kids, hey, you know, like, I can't wash dishes three times a day. You know, you guys are really going to have to get on it now. You guys are old enough. You need to, like, contribute. And it creates responsibility for them as well. And for my husband, I was like, I really need this time to myself. Is that okay? And, you know, I told him, I said, it's, it really is for my, for my own happiness, for my peace of mind in order for me to come back and function better for you and, and be the, the spouse that I need to be for you and, and the mom, mm -hmm. mother for my kids. And he agreed. He's like, well, I don't want a spouse that's going to be mean and moody, <laughs> you know, and like doesn't want to talk to me or spend time with me. I want, I want the best version of you. So 
I think it was, it really had to do with me, like really setting boundaries mm-hmm. and the boundaries that I needed for me as a mom and have them have the responsibility for themselves. So it was almost like I was taking back my energy. Yeah. I was giving, power. Yes. I was just taking back the energy that I needed so that I could be a functional high achiever, you know, like what you say, which is true. You really need that. Yeah. And I think people need to understand like before you're a mother, before you're a wife, before you're a business owner, you're a human being and you need to pour into yourself. And we had a guest the other day, I forget which one, like we've had such amazing powerhouse women Um, But she was like, you know, never pour even from a half full cup, pour from an overly full, even full, like it's got to be overly full. And like, let me take care of me so that then I'm capable of taking care of you in a good energetic state, you know, because it's like something I, I forget if it was like Esther and Jerry Hicks or where it was from, but definitely just a spiritual like audio I was listening to and it was said, um, it's a time is never wasted if you're enjoying it. Because I think one of the greatest fears when I work with people and I'm, you know, the whole thing when you said slowing down would freak out like any entrepreneur or somebody who's trying to achieve high levels. Um, like that's literally like a curse word to them. Like you just curse them. <laughs> but so is so is like the thought I think even for women is like, wait, I got to pour into me in order to then be capable of pouring into you. But time is never wasted if it's enjoyed because even the greatest pain point for also any human being, at least mostly high achievers is wasting their time. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was like, Oh, that's pretty powerful. But even your husband works out early in the morning and you give him permission and you're like probably push him out of the house, like go take care of you so you can come back and be better for the family, for your business, for everything else. That's so true. You know, there was a a point where he wasn't working out years ago and he was getting sick, you know, like he was having fatty liver issues and he ended up going to the hospital, I think two or three times. And after that time I said, okay, dude, like, um, you have to choose, you got to choose to take care of yourself so that you can be present and available for your kids and me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm here to support and help you. But how can I do that if you're not supporting and helping yourself? Mm-hmm. And I said, Do you want to, you know, I don't want you to die. And I have to be alone with these children. And I'm yeah. like, that is so hard. And I don't think it's fair. And I think they need you because they love you. And he decided at that moment that he's like, you know what? There was like this click of awareness, like, yeah, I really need to take care of me. And he went on this awesome journey. I mean, he inspires me. He now wakes up sometimes at 4.30, 5 o'clock. He gets ready, goes to the gym, spends an hour there. And he like meets amazing buddies, gym buddies that keep him accountable. And he is in great health. He's been to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you're in awesome health. And he's like, well, I want to keep working, you know, now it's like, okay, I want to go to the next level. And so I'm like, you know what, then his kids see that. And they're like, wow, you know, like, that's important. Yeah. And having balance of health, work and family is important. And he is literally demonstrating that. And Mm -hmm. so to me, I think that creating balance in some way or another that helps you 
um, it really is important. Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I talked about this too, uh, when I was spoke in Arizona and I said to the, the group, amazing group of like high end entrepreneurs that had phenomenal stories, but it's not even, it's about priorities, not necessarily balance, because I feel like there's so many seasons in your life. And even in one year that we go through that we have to course correct and somewhat adjust or tweak because nothing is ever like permanent or perfect. So how are we capable of, you know, transitioning during whatever season we're going through? Maybe it's a season where, you know, you're, you're also before you are, you know, your business owner, I'm sure you see that in your business, your business even has seasons where, you know, you now have created, I know you're creating a whole series of meditations, right? Like meditational audios. And how is that? Come, how is that? Like, I've listened that, to one of them. It's amazing. You sent oh. it to me when we did work together. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Thank you, Tanya. Yes, that's actually in the works. Um, I have like all my audios equipment ready for that and we're going to be putting it up really soon. I'm going to try, I'm doing my best to try to create like an e-store and it's meditations really for like anxiety, you know, meditations for depression, meditations for um, allowing yourself to really connect to the inner aspect of you, which many of them, many people might call it the innate, the higher self, whatever that may be for you you know, your, mm -hmm. your inner wisdom and meditations for smoking, you know, like if you want to stop smoking, you know, what can help you to like really rewire your neurotransmitters within your mind to allow you to get to a place where you can like really shift. Mm. As what, well about as addiction? what about addiction? Is there meditation uh, for that? You well, know what? It's uh, addiction, but like alcohol or, you know, people trying to get off, like uh, they're addicted to their prescribed medication from doctors because that there is strong addictions in the, you know, medication industry. Yeah, that I actually never thought of the addiction part. Mm -hmm. So you gave me a great idea. So thank you for that. <laughs> I'm going I, to put that on my is, list. But smoking is an addiction. Like, so if if there's a certain way, I mean, I, I know that people have a really, really hard time and they're afraid to stop smoking because then you have something called process addiction where then people gain a lot of weight because of the oral fixation of then, you know, putting food in their mouth or needing something else. So I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, if it will work for one, then why not other ones? Yeah, that's what true. One thing we like to also give like our audience watching the replay and people joining us live is like um, 
what would be like a healthy tool that somebody can apply? You mentioned breath work a few times. Would you be able to guide me and the audience through some type of a powerful breathing exercise you mentioned you use like when you're picking the kids up <laughs> from school or what you just have like a short period of time just to recenter yourself yes yeah i can definitely do that um it's very very short um Perfect. you just if you want to try that now we can do that yeah let's do it we can do probably interactive and if you guys watching live have any questions in regards to what we're talking about to you know reclaim your personal power reconnect with yourself elevate your mindset elevate your spirit side elevate your business like now's the time ask your questions um but this is really about yeah, making sure that you're operating at high levels no matter what. And Sabrina, for those of you just tuning in, is my personal coach, mentor, and very close friend. I would consider her a sister, but she is a, she's a very powerful, powerful um, practitioner and human being in general. So with that being said, guide us through our breathing exercise, please. Okay, so this is usually a breath work that I try to um, do with one with my clients when they first come in because many of them come in with well, maybe some anxiety or they've just had a really chaotic day. And so we want to ground ourselves. We want to start with a sense of like just being present. So the best way that I do is um, I usually do five breaths and the breaths are like this. You breathe in through your nose very deeply, kind of expanding your diaphragm, then your lungs. And then you hold it for five seconds. And after you hold for five seconds, then you release out through the mouth and you breathe out through the mouth very, very slowly. And it's almost as if every time you're breathing out, you're kind of dropping your shoulders, relaxing every muscle. And you're scanning your body as you're doing that by releasing wherever tension might be, wherever you feel it. So you're breathing out the tension. So we're breathing in new air new beautiful light within our bodies to expand ourselves and then breathing out any tension or dense energy. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, I usually tell my clients to make sure that their feet are flat on the floor because you want your energy to just travel. You don't want anything to block you. You don't want to be like this. You want to completely release yourself and let go. And so I usually put my hands either on my lap or on the chair, whatever's comfortable, and put my back straight just so that my lungs can expand, my chest can open so that I can breathe deeply. Mm -hmm. And I just close my eyes so there's, there's no, no distractions at all. I'm just within myself and I'm just connecting to my body. So I take a deep breath in through the nose, very deeply expanding the diaphragm and lungs. And I hold for five, four, three, two, one, and release slowly through the mouth, dropping your shoulders, relaxing your muscles. Take a second, deep breath in again, in through the nose deeply. Hold for five, four, three, two, one, release slowly out through the mouth, relaxing every muscle fiber and nerve within your body, letting go of any tension wherever that may be, 
Take a third deep breath in, expanding the diaphragm and lungs. Hold for five, four, three, two, one. And as you breathe out through your mouth, bringing your diaphragm all the way to your spine, relaxing, releasing, letting go of any thoughts within your mind of today. Just being present. Take a fourth breath in through your nose. Hold for five, four, three, two, one. Release out your mouth slowly, relaxing, letting go. Allowing yourself to be present right here, right now. Last deep breath in, allow this breath to count. So deep, breathe in deeply now. Hold for five, four, three, two, one, and out slowly through the mouth. Allow yourself to feel loose and limp. Releasing, letting go, giving yourself permission to surrender. Allowing yourself to think clearly today, have awareness of what the day holds for you. Allowing yourself to feel grateful for the opportunities that are going to be presented to you for the rest of the day. Being within this body, being grateful that your body provides you with the life that you need so that you can move forward from here on as the best version of yourself, totally and completely, whole, in your truth, in your essence. And when you're ready, you may open your eyes, being fully present here now. Oh, I feel so calm. (laughs) (laughs) So do I. So do I. It feels really good. It's a natural high. <laughs> I, I feel like I was like like so peaceful of just like breathing and just taking like a midday breathing break. And um, that's cool because I, I haven't done that breathing. And when people think of breath work, like they think it's just one way or it's got to be like 15 minutes or it's got to be like but it could be as simple as just what you guided us through. And that was just so beautiful. And that was just like, I feel so calm. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing that because. You're so welcome. I mean, that's just you taking the, the nervous system into that parasympathetic and just allowing the vagus nerve that runs, you know, down our spine to the rest of your organs to say, hey, let go. And when you do that breath work and you hold it, you're squeezing it. And it's giving it permission to say, stop. Mm. And when you let go, it's now going, okay, release. And Mm. so it's giving permission for the muscles to let go. Every single time you hold and let go of that breath, which makes you feel really good. Yeah, and I, I can say this. I remember one time working with a client like, years ago like I want to say like eight years ago and um 
And we were, she was afraid to operate in a calm state of energy because she associated calm energy with laziness. And she was like in her 70s and she was like a ballroom dancer and she was like just very successful, established woman. But, you know, she's lived her whole life in survival mode and in the stress response and the programming that calmness equals laziness. And, and I know this is also a really strong topic that people don't even have awareness on, but I, like when we were doing this and we're talking about calm, uh, a memory, a cellular impression was made from that. Cause I think that was the first time too. I was like, wow, like people really feel that calmness and those are facts. What would you say to something like that? I know you kind of mentioned it earlier about, you know, calmness when you're operating in a calm state of energy or you're, you're slowing down. You didn't say calm, you said slowing down, which is kind of the same thing. I'm going to let you take over that question or that statement. Like, how would you interpret that for the truth of it? Because that clearly is a lie. But what's the truth of reprogramming that belief system? Yeah, I mean, you know, we are programmed from the moment that we're children, you know, um, you're programmed by your external environment, by your parents, by society, when you go to school for the first time, and everybody else around you, community. Mm-hmm. And it all really, you have to kind of like go back and tell yourself, okay, why do I feel like this? Is, I don't feel like being calm is a good thing. And you have to revert back to that because that's a programming that didn't just happen. That was stemmed from a long time ago. So you have to revert back and go, okay, where did it start? Was it from my parents? Was it maybe from school? Was it from an experience or a traumatic event that happened within my life? And so one example of like how that can affect people. And sometimes they're in such array of moving so quickly they don't realize what they're doing Mm -hmm. because they're in the pattern you know they're in that cycle so they've never really taken a moment to experience what calmness was because they've been doing this for years Mm -hmm. and the moment someone tells them hey this pattern has to stop that it's almost like they're in array they're like but wait this is all i know i don't know anything else so that's fear speaking And when you're in a state of love, because there are really two types of emotions where many things stem from, fear and love. You know, like from fear you stem anxiety, depression, anger, um, worry, many other types of very dense energy. And then from love you stem peace, calmness. Mm -hmm. You stem uh, the awareness and clarity of things. So you always have to ask yourself, where's this coming from? Is this a fear-based type of emotion or is it love? And this is where you kind of like get to the really core issue of things because then you start to want to know further, okay, I'm not sure. I don't know if this is love or fear. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't understand what love is, then you need to like get to that loving state and find out what that really is, knowing that, okay, it cannot be anger. It cannot be, it cannot be worrying. So one example that I had as of a person that I, I told her, I said, hey, she was a mom to an autistic child. And for moms who have autistic children, they understand that when you have autistic children, there is no rest. 
mm. that you constantly have to look at them, especially if they're in a very high, um, that high level of the spectrum where they, they really depend on you because they're, they can't talk, they can't communicate. And this, it's a forever thing too, right? Like for the rest of your life to, to accept that you're going to be a caregiver. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you have to balance work too. You've got to balance your life while you're balancing what you're doing with this child. Mm. And so I told her, let's, why don't you take a moment and have your husband just watch him for like an hour or two and we'll do a meditation. Mm. And when we did the meditation, I had like a, a bowl and we just focused on the vibration. We did some breath work. Mm -hmm. And within those 15 minutes, I opened my eyes. And when she opened her eyes, she was crying. Mm -hmm. And she was bawling. She goes, I have never felt so at peace. Mm -hmm. I've never felt like, I, I just feel so calm. I didn't realize how it felt to be this way. Mm. She goes, cause I have been running and running and I've never felt this before. And when I looked at her, you know, I just hugged her and I said, you're allowed to feel this and this is normal. It's okay. Mm. So allow yourself to feel that. She, which means she never took a moment to be in stillness, to let go of the emotions that have been stagnated because she didn't take a moment to just be still. Mm. And for her, after that relief, she left. I hugged her. She had to go back to her child. He's an amazing kid. And she texts me the next day and she goes, I just want to let you know that my life has changed. And I said, with one meditation? And she goes, I, I feel like I can balance my kid. I feel like I can slow down, like I can appreciate my husband. Mm. And I said, wow. It provides so much clarity just being in stillness. Yeah. And it's not, you don't have to do, you know, an hour, but that stillness gives you messages of who you are and what you deserve. And sometimes we deserve to just express ourselves and release. Mm -hmm. And if we don't give our moment, our time, ourselves time to release, we bottle that stuff. And eventually one day, that stuff explodes. And unfortunately, some the majority of the time it explodes on the wrong people, the people you love the most. Mm -hmm. So you want to be a functional human being and a being that is a high achiever, like you're always saying, but you want that moment to, you always want to, um, we say it in Spanish, desahogarse, you know, like you want to vomit all the time, let it go, release, suppress emotions so that you can breathe, be a functional human being and then proceed forward. And so I think that calmness is just a huge tool to help you give yourself permission to be vulnerable and surrender, not for anybody, but yourself. Mm. And you deserve it you deserve to surrender and be vulnerable for you for that moment so you can let go release and then be the functional human being that you you deserve to be and not that just that you deserve or your family deserves but there are so many millions of souls that need you mm. all of them need you and if you're not functional you're not present with yourself you won't be able to help them a hundred percent so you need to be in that stillness so that you can recalibrate, release, let go, 
and then be that, like you said, that be that full cup again so yeah. that you can now serve people in the best way possible. Mm. Calmness is just part of that triage. You know, it, you have to be within that triangle. Allow the energy to run. And if you don't have that part in there of calmness, mm. you're always going to get stuck. Mm. And eventually your body's going to say, I can't do this anymore. I need this. And it's going to force you to shut down mm. until you listen. So why, why wait till that moment of shutdown when you can just do it consistently and be okay and not have to get to that moment of shutting down? but be a functional human being at your highest version. Yeah, yeah, and and thank you so much for like sharing all this wisdom because like you provide so much value and so many tools because a lot of times like when, as you mentioned, people are like have been operating a certain way for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years that they just, it freaks them out to think of operating any other way, especially when they've associated success to some degree with operating in dysfunction and in, and in survival mode. And so you can always have like your end goal of what you want to achieve and you, you can always take another path to get it there. And so thank you so much for sharing all of your, you know, your amazing, amazing information. We have somebody that said, is shopping on your own considered releasing? If I'm um, too heated, sometimes I leave and go shopping aside from meditation. Uh, it could be an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, there we all have, it depends. You want to answer that one? Um, you know, Meditation, meditation comes in many forms, shapes and yeah. sizes. If it affects your finances by what you're doing, then maybe it's not a good thing. You know, once in a while, it's good to do it for yourself, you know, for self-love, to, to say, I appreciate myself. Right. But if it's something that you're constantly going to, if you're saying kind of frustrated and, oh my God, I'm stressed, and you go there, yeah. then you're using now an external thing to create that satisfaction. And the whole part of, of you being the highest version of you is for you to tap in and say, all I need is within. Mm. So instead of being dependent on the external, start depending on what you really have that's in here. Because literally you were made with all the tools. You have everything within you. You really do to allow yourself to calibrate, to relax, to come into balance. Now, it's difficult because we didn't grow up, many of us, our parents didn't teach us those tools. Yeah. So we have no idea, we have no clue as to like, well, how do I do that to go within? Yeah. Well, that's going to take practice. You're going to have to find what works for you. There's so many sources. Like you can practice breath work, see if that works. Practice, um, you know, meditation, maybe walking meditation. You know, there are moments where I get frustrated with my kids. I'm like, I cannot be in this environment right now. I'm going to go walk the dogs and I go walk and I, I'll, if I feel like, okay, it's over what I'm feeling, then I go back home. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you just need to go for a car drive. Mm -hmm. um, one of the best things that I've done and you have done that we both have done and a lot of moms have done is primal screaming. Yeah. And that is like huge release. 
Yeah, you might want to go into a closet where no one can hear you or go into a hard drive. What about the closet, Sabrina? <laughs> hard. Everybody's going to hear you doing a primal screaming. Do you guys know what primal screaming is? It's literally like, it's, it's legit. Like, I... <laughs> Go somewhere that nobody can see you, though, and do not do it driving. I think I tried it one time driving. I almost crashed, like, for real. Do not do it driving. I probably look like an insane human being, too. So <laughs> I I literally, like, found an empty space, and I was, I was just like, <laughs> like, until I just started crying, because crying is yeah. a beautiful form of cellular releasing. Yes. So releasing but yeah you you told me that you I was like that's right I mm -hmm. forgot about that and you you had said like I called you I was in a really like I was in such and I had I had worked out that day so I pulled all my tools nothing was working because I had something inside of me that I had to get out of me yes. and I had worked out that morning I I was way too heated to do a meditation like I yoga was not gonna like nothing was gonna help and when you're like Tanya you need to go do a primal screaming I was like oh my god I didn't think about that and I went and I just screamed until I had no voice and I cried and that's, yeah. that's exactly what I needed. And it was so healing. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, I've done, I've done um, probably two or three of those within my lifetime and it really is, it's the best way I can describe it energetically is it's Kundalini building up. Mm. and the kundalini is coming from down your stomach navel underneath there which we call the root chakra if many of you are familiar with chakras they're just energy uh, levels within your body and your emotions the majority of the time are all stored within that underneath that navel part that sacral chakra and so the more emotions you store, you don't communicate, you don't vent, you don't, you don't go and let things out because you're on the go and you're like, well, I can't express myself. I can't cry. I'm not allowed to cry. Um, eventually, all those emotions are going to stay there. And after a while, your life force, that kundalini starts to rise and go, there is no room for me down there because there's so many emotions. And you're going to, and something is going to trigger you an event, a person is going to trigger you and you are going to go, I can't take this anymore. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't let it out and you don't let that energy flow out of your body, it might become a sickness. Mm -hmm. You might, you might get sick somehow in some way, shape or form because you're holding all this in that doesn't serve you anymore. And in it's terms of depression, panic attack, like it, you you need a healthy release and i think what she's asking like shopping like you said if it's for the intention of doing it because you're valuing yourself appreciating yourself but to do it because something bad happened and then you're trying to distract yourself from the um from the situation isn't necessarily like a healthy outlet um, especially when, you know, they, when they talk about habits, you have a cue, right? When I get heated, I shop and yeah. that's where it becomes like an unhealthy, like codependency and uh, a triggered attachment and something that, you know, you want to use shopping as more of like a reward and a self value and motivation and, you know, bribing yourself, not necessarily like to suppress 
your emotions and you have to process them, you know, is what yeah. is saying. And I think it's, I mean, you said it perfectly, Tanya, uh, right on the nail. You really did. You expressed it so well. I think <clears throat> if you do have that trigger, question the trigger. You know, every time you have a trigger and you're like, oh, I want to go shopping. Stop and think for a moment and go, what is this trigger? What is it that's making me go shopping? Mm. And write it down, like maybe on your phone and notes and say day, whatever, whatever. And every time you do it, go back after a month and you'll find a pattern. Mm. Every, we are humans of habit and we create patterns in our life. Mm. And you'll find a pattern of what that trigger is. And when you find that pattern, you're going to realize, oh my gosh, I only do this when this happens to me. And the moment that you find out that pattern, now you have to question yourself, where did this first begin? Because mm. you have to find the core issue of it. You know, and this is a lot of the work that I do with my clients. It's like we find these patterns and we go, okay, where did this first begin? Let's go all, there. all the way back. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and we take you back. And the cool thing, though, with the work that you do is, like, you don't even consciously remember. So when you're putting somebody in a calm, trance state and you're guiding them through it, it's like things pop up. And because you record it, I was like, I remember I got at a session. I was like, I don't even remember saying that to you. And then you reminded me. And I was like, oh, my God. I remembered it when you reminded me. But I literally was not consciously remembering when we got out of the trance state. So it's so cool because you really are like talking to the subconscious um, as you're guiding somebody safely um, through that space. And, and, you know, I can, I can definitely say like, I don't trust many people, especially tapping into the core of me and, you know, and, and you are very few, you're very one of few people that I allow into the depth of like, of my spirit, of my heart and, you know, for those of you looking for a safe space and, and support and help um, to figure out and release patterns or undesired behaviors or to release parts of you don't understand about or, to, you know, any anything of really becoming a better version of yourself, like you need to go message Sabrina, reach out to her you know, schedule a consultation with her. She does remote work. She is my coach. She is amazing. And you guys know I don't brag about many people, but I'm always bragging about you. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't trust many people, but I trust you with my heart and my spirit. And, you know, I really value and honor you. And thank you so much for sharing your time today on minding my business. And uh, one last thing, because I thought I, I could talk to you. We could always talk for like hours. Like, I know, for hours. hours. But I do have a thing. And so if you could leave uh, people watching the replay or the people watching now with one, uh, one golden um, thing for them to take away for the day that they can apply right now, what would that either one piece of advice or one tool be for them to feel like they can operate better? Your, your essence and the truth of all the answers that you're looking for is really within you. Every aspect of you has wisdom. So trust what it tells you. Learn to tap in and really trust your truth. 
because your truth will shine and people will see you vibrate and shine in areas that maybe you never imagined. And mm -hmm. you're going to create a, a ripple effect of change in every soul that you touch. But it starts within you, literally. Trust, trust your truth, your intuition. Start tapping into that and you'll yeah. see a lot of shit happening in your life. Mm -hmm. And I will add to that because it's you guys, it's easier said than done. I can say because I'm on the journey of self mastery. And uh, the big part of self mastery is uh, self trust. And you do need people you need. Um, you need tools, you need coaches to help you throughout that journey. And um, I would say like, make sure you bring on people if you don't yet trust yourself bring on people that you can trust uh, to help you throughout your process of self-trust. Um, yes. And Sabrina is definitely, definitely one of those people. So thank you so much for me. So thank you so much. I appreciate you and love you and honor you. Uh, I love <laughs> you and honor you as well. Thank you guys for watching. For those of you watching the replay, thank you so much. Minding my business every Tuesday talk, we have a powerhouse female guests where we talk about just elevating your business, your mindset, and overall your life. So see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you again, Sabrina. And have an amazing day, you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to TanyaCOliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.